0: Welcome to We're Not Finished, a podcast presented by the studios of Key West. I'm Gwen Filosa. I'm a reporter at the Miami Herald. The studios is a leading art institution in South Florida. It's located downtown at 533 Eaton Street. For a list of events and more programming like this, go to tskw.org. Emma Berquist, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. You you are you are busy. You've written a lot. You do a lot. Do you know this about yourself? You're you're a novelist, but you're also a journalist. You're on you kill it on Twitter. I don't know how.
1: Well, I I mean I'm with... on Twitter a lot because I'm not that busy. No, <laughs> you are. Oh, you're, busy, you're busy fighting the cause of
0: <laughs> people being super mean and inane on Twitter. <laughs> I, but but no no, uh, uh, Devils unto Dust and uh, yeah. Missing presumed um dead yes. um, will you tell will you tell a little story about someone leaving the note about missing presumed dead? <laughs> mom so or
1: something is, yeah so this is um one of my oldest friends i've known her since we were in fourth grade we grew up together um and so her her dad you know is very supportive of me you know because he, he's you know sort of like a second family for me too and so he always uh, makes sure to buy my books. And when I, you know, released the information about the new book, he wrote it down on a post-it. Um, you know, Emma, missing, presumed dead. And he put the post-it on the computer to remind himself to pre-order it. And her mom came home and found a sticky note on the computer that said, Emma, missing, presumed dead. And he immediately called and was like, what happened to Emma? Your poor mom. <laughs>
0: your dad is hilarious he didn't <laughs> yeah. do it on purpose. I mean but it was um that is uh oh boy but no no um at least they support you that's great uh, yeah, absolutely no no now, now, now uh, talk about your your work um you're dealing with some I, I guess some dark themes is that fair to say or some um really I like the stuff that just goes right to the bone and is that yeah is that kind of cool? yeah
1: I mean I've I've always really liked um the way that sort of horror can be used to uh you know, deal and process our fears. Um, it's, I, I almost look at, at horror as like exposure therapy. Um, it's a way of facing the things that scare you, but in a controlled environment. So, you know, when you watch a horror movie or you read a horror book, you want to be scared, but it's a controlled fear because you know that it can't hurt you because it's media and that there's a ending coming, you know, you know that there is a um, point where you will be safe again.
0: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we're, I mean, missing presumed dead. We're we're talking about a a brutal murder. There's there's mm-hmm. there's a ghost. I mean, there's stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's stuff going yeah. on. I you know I just I think that there are a lot of dark things in the world, and it's a good way to process them is through sort of scaring yourself and confronting those fears and really examining what sort of the root of them is. And I think for a lot of us, it's like a fear of death, and that's what the you know the belief in ghosts is and you know we want ghosts to be real because we want there to be an afterlife um but that's also a little terrifying because what if you know what if the afterlife is not this pleasant thing you know what if you're stuck here or what if you know you have you know these violent impulses afterwards um but but i really you know i think i think it goes down to our fear of you know the unknown
0: because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i i i mean I, I don't know i i love the uh like I, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts but not in a mm. weird way okay I'm not <laughs> that's me, okay a I do <laughs> uh, I was a, I was a reporter for a long time in New Orleans with crime and I just I, mm-hmm. I'm just really drawn to I want to talk about the that line between life and death and what the mm-hmm. um, that stuff doesn't scare me I I mean I, I
1: guess with the popularity why is true crime so popular will you explain it to me always has I, been right it, it, it oh it always has been you know you know since basically since the tabloids started writing about Jack the Ripper, that was sort of the, you know, origin of true crime. And it was a very sort of lurid, uh, very, uh, you know, sensational thing. And um, yeah, there's always, I think there's always been a fascination with sort of the dark side of human nature. And there's a lot of like, what could make someone go so bad? Um, You know, you find bodies under someone's floorboards and you want to know what how how this happened it's you know i mean it is it's fascinating and it's it's human nature to be fascinated by that um i think the problem is that it's become so popular now because we have so many um shows and podcasts about it and i mean again like i'm a huge true crime fan so me too too. and i'm not begrudge anybody for any reason but Yeah, yeah exactly so like usually when i talk about true crime or the problems with it it comes from sort of my own my own critique of myself um which is like you are you are starting to like get too into this and it's not healthy yes. um like, but yeah there's so many now that aren't um they aren't really adding anything to the conversation there's not- nothing yeah. new that we can discuss about you know Ted Bundy like we pretty much have covered him so i don't understand the point of you know a podcast going over Ted Bundy again you're just sort of reading the Wikipedia of what happened and well, I don't think that that's really helpful
0: I mean a few years ago when, when, when the, the really big famous one and I love those two women was started um I I was listening and I'm like dude you guys are taking this I'm a reporter like I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. you're reading our stuff and you're reading it yeah
1: and <laughs> yeah now, yeah and it's,
0: crime junkie got in trouble but I mean they're I, I want it I want it, they're not doing reporting Emma they're just,
1: right exactly it's they're matter. not coming at this from a like you know here's here's an interesting you know like the thing about like serial or the thing about um I think the jinx because those were the two that really sort of spurred this new sort of prestige true crime is that they were looking in depth into these cases and you know trying to find new information and actually doing sort of reporting journalism digging into this um these particular cases and sort of revealing the flaws in them and you know the failures of the justice system but when it's a podcast that's just sort of rehashing you know whatever crime of the week that they've that they've found like they are they are just using wikipedia or they're using an article that's already come out and they're just sort of chatting about it and like that's not that's not really helping us in any way it's just sort of saying like hey this terrible thing happened want to hear about it (laughs) you know like it's not it's not contributing to a conversation it's not um helping us to understand ourselves or the nature of crime or why people do things the way they do it's just sort of listing facts and i don't find that particularly interesting and i also don't think it's good to just sort of constantly be bombarded by this kind of information because it can change your worldview
0: i'm i'm not i mean I, they're covering murder for a long it was a privilege to, to do that job in that city but after a while it, it's you start to think everyone's like that and...
1: right right yeah and it it just it does it's it not, gets into yeah. your head it makes you mm-hmm. paranoid it makes you not trust your neighbors um and I think that that can be really unhealthy. You have to sort of fight against that. So for me, like I, you know, when I was writing an article about about your crime, it was it was recognizing that I was having sort of these thoughts that were PTSD symptoms. And I'm yeah. Like, hey, this is this is not healthy, and wow. I see it in other people. Um, and like you, you are you're you're uh, depriving yourself of like missed opportunities when you're so afraid to sort of interact with people um, because you've let sort of these your so outliers poison your mind about what the likelihood of this happening is
0: yeah and i guess and i have a friend and um and, and you know I, again I, I don't begrudge anyone in front of mine she's still covering crime in the world and she's mm-hmm. like i go do you like these and she said glenn it's like you can't laugh at this stuff and i go yeah i know yeah. I, yeah. I i and i i'm part of the problem i go <laughs> i i never thought of it that way when she said you know i go out there and then it's like i was like yeah it's i don't know i'm part of the problem emma but it's it's fascinating just how
1: um, drawn into it, I get. I fall asleep listening to these. That's not good, right? Yeah, no, but I do too. You know, I really? I put on I put on Dateline and fall asleep. You know, it's like it's not it's not a healthy thing to do. But it, I do find it kind of soothing, and it's I think soothing. And you're not guess guess. Yeah, guess you, know and, you know. and I I like watching Criminal Minds, which is oh. a ridiculous TV show, but I still love it. You know, like I don't. You know, profiling is not real, but you know.
0: Emma, so guess guess which serial killer. I am listening to a lot lately. Which one? The Toy Box Killer. Yay! Oh my god! I'm like, it's like it is just depravity, and I'm like, well, I'd like to know more about his childhood. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, there was one. Who's the the Happy Face Killer? That one cracked me. I was like, who's naming these guys? (laughs) I don't know who they 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 failed on that one. Yes, um, the the toy in the toy box it it was terrible too. If you think of anyway, um, I mean, (laughs) but no, no, uh, but um uh, you're, you're working again. I was just, it's, I was, uh, devils into dust. Um, mm-hmm. you are know, you're, you're getting into these real, the eternal questions of like, what, what's going on? And, and, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I love the concepts that you're presenting these in.
1: Yeah. You know, I like mixing up genres and kind of mixing the real with the, with the fantastic. Um, and yeah, you know, I, writing is really great because you can really, um, you can sort of explore wherever your mind goes and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't but you there's sort of no limits and that can be very freeing and it can also be really terrifying because the things your mind can come up with are not always pleasant i i, I, hear, that. I hear that are you are you from austin texas is that your um i grew up here I, I wasn't i was born in northern california but i moved here when i was like uh quite young so i don't really have a, a ton of california memories so um but i grew up in austin went to high school here um and yeah just been been here for most of my life. I moved around a lot after college, but um yeah, back now, just you know dying in the heat right now, but you know <laughs> a little a little i actually got to i've never been to Austin. I went
0: earlier this year, I had a great time, and yeah, it's a lot of fun I, I, there are whole neighborhoods dedicated to fun. did you know this <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes and, it's true and guess where the first place I went to visit was speaking of true crime. Oh, uh, no. Did you go, where did you go?
1: Did you go to the my tower? Or yes,
0: you- <laughs> I just wanted to. And there was a memorial and I thought it was, I just, a, I feel like a horrible person. But um, I, I got I, that one just, uh, I don't know, just, uh, it, yeah. historically speaking, that one was just. um.
1: Yeah, you know, it's weird because so many people have moved to Austin now and it used to be much sort of bigger in, in the city's consciousness. And because there's so many people that aren't from here now, it's sort of faded a little bit. I feel like, like, nobody really talks about it anymore. Um, but yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty horrific. You know? I just, I just, we,
0: we, uh, that, that one is always really, I don't know what the word, I don't want to say fascinating, because Charles Whitman, it just was yeah something that hadn't happened. And it was like, how could this have happened? And it could have mm-hmm. gone so, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Emma's like, I will never take your call again.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, are you kidding me? I love
0: this stuff. <laughs> I gotta, I have to say on Twitter terrifies me. I'm not good on it because I I'm a reporter of 25 years mm-hmm. I have the thinnest skin you could imagine.
1: Yeah, you got to you got to have so, thick skin on Twitter. <laughs> not so thin skin that when people point it out and they
0: have um, <laughs> I just fall to pieces. I think I had tough skin but the the soul-crushing nature of journalism has shredded it. How do you are brave on Twitter? You are you're, you're clever, funny, but you're also not you're you're fearless to speak out on what you believe in and um mm-hmm. how do you How do
1: you know when to not take the bait? How do you know? Are you afraid? Um, I mean, you know, people say things and it does hurt your feelings, um, but you have to kind of not show it because that's what they want. They want to know that they've gotten under your skin. They want to know that they hurt your feelings. Um, The best thing you can do is just laugh it off because that makes them really mad. (laughs) it does and I always take the bait and I'm always like well what about this and then people are like okay if you're
0: giving because then I didn't know till recently years ago that the some of the troll people they're just making stuff up they don't they're not yeah
1: they don't care they just want a reaction um and they're you you know they're they're misinformed and uh, pointing that out you you know you try and try and argue with them and, and be like hey you're wrong about this and the thing is, like, they know that they're wrong and they don't care. So, the, yeah, the best thing to do is just, you know, call them a dumbass and laugh at them and move on.
0: Well, I just, but you were the bravest of all the, <laughs> all the I follow a lot of Twitter people, writers, and, because um, at first I thought, and I mean this as a compliment, I thought maybe you were a stand-up person. Oh. <laughs> I don't mean, I mean that as a compliment. Like no, I'm that's awesome. good, that's good. There's some good stand-up Twitters. <laughs> no, but, I, and then I was like, oh, no, you're, she's a writer. She's a real a, a writer. And um, what, uh what do what you, what is, I, I did see something you tweeted today, the New York Times story on cannibalism. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> give up. I give, because you know why? The first thing I thought was, well, yeah, that, I would green
1: light that. What is going so, on? I, you know, sometimes they just, I think they noticed that there's a trend in, in some movies and TV shows and they were like, let's do, let's get some clicks. Let's get some, some cannibalism headlines going, which I mean, I love, I, I, again, like I, most news should be about cannibalism. I think that's great. I want to more I, I agree. It. But then I just thought
0: I I'm part of the problem. I'm like, is there video, but cannibalism to me, I, I have my own opinions about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think cannibals are sort of um, you know, it, it, it it's got to be more common over the, you know, centuries, right? Than we heard. of oh, it Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, it's,
1: it's I it. mean, there's always been, you know, a taboo against eating people, but like, mm-hmm. there's not, like, if someone's already dead, I don't really see the morality of not, I, I, eating them. Anymore? you know, like, what's, I, what's the difference, <laughs> you know, I like, unless you're killing someone with the purpose mm-hmm. of eating them, you know, that's, that's the issue, but, you know, totally if, different. Totally yeah. Different you know but, and like uh, there's you know i've always, i've always been sort of interested in survival stories um and disaster stories so i was really into alive for a while live was like real stuff yeah absolutely. and it's they like but, it. and what's what's crazy is like you know when they finally got got out of the mountains they didn't tell anybody for a long time and i don't think people understood what they had to do to survive because they didn't realize that there was no food there you know mm-hmm. and they thought that they had just either found food or maybe made their provisions last and it was like no they had to eat the dead and they had to because it was that or it was die that is survive and the the, yeah. the last
0: podcast yeah. on the left did an amazing donner party uh, so right
1: can't same can't thing win. and
0: they're describing in detail the, the people they're crying and sobbing as they're doing
1: this yeah you know, you and, know and it's like it's especially pointed yeah, because it it might be people you know, and that's that's pretty horrible. Yeah, they knew them, and they were just crying,
0: and they were traumatized. Mm-hmm. But they, what do you do? You know, do yeah, you,
1: yeah, And I think when, someone
0: did maybe die, and because they couldn't bring themselves.
1: hmm hmm Yeah, this, um, I mean, when but, push comes to shove, you have to you have to make a choice, and it's you know, or you know, I'm sure it's hard to live with yourself having having done that, but I also think that you know.
0: It's, it's survival. Keep, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the New York Times, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're paying for my next therapy session. <laughs> they, I just looked at it. I was like, time of death. 11:25 a.m. I don't know. I'm all I'm all about it. It's hard being in the business because my even my friends are like, all you want is clicks. And I go, Well, click their page views. Yeah, that's paywalls. yeah, page that's,
1: that's where the money comes from. Man. And like, leads to readers who lead to subscribers.
0: And then even my friends will just be like, Oh, there's even I do this where I'm like, Oh, there's a paywall. It's like, oh my god. I know, I know. Why do we think it's free? Why is all art? I know art is should be all free. None of
1: you should be paid. Why do we think it's all all content should be free uh because we're used to it being free because so many people will just work for exposure and uh, you know well for for a long time you know journalism was something that was free because you could just or at least you could get a paper for like 50 cents Mm -hmm. um and I think people are much more willing to like spare a couple quarters than they are to like do a subscription and everything is subscription-based now
0: because i'm i'm one of those I'm, i'll just be like oh washington post you knocked me off again it's like it's a dollar I, it's yeah. Yeah. It's like
1: yeah we, yeah we could do it but we're all just like well i'm gonna
0: go to ross later and <laughs> but um what
1: what what
0: inspires you what keeps you going as this is this is not the easiest field and um and being out there on social media what what keeps you going and and um to 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 keep writing and being that that that, uh seasoned observer who's not afraid to speak out and say hey
1: i um, mean i i just i get very inspired inspired by you know the the people that i work with and um other writers um movies i see tv shows i watch where i think like that is a brilliant idea what can i come up with that's like that or or it'll inspire something in me and you just you get these ideas and you just you just want to like write them down i don't know there's 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 just a lot <laughs> that I want to say and do and all these, um, you know, different ideas bouncing around my head and you just, you got to get them out somehow, <laughs> you'll kind of go crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really inspired by, um, you know, other friends on Twitter too, who are outspoken and, you know, are really brave and uh, have very strong morals. And I just, you know, I really respect that.
0: Cause the one thing about Twitter, I get a lot, I get my breaking news from Twitter. I, I, yeah. I, very helpful. It's, I've seen it be used to, you know, uh, help people or uh, rescue dogs that for some reason, the mm-hmm. dog people are killing it. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, hey, will you drive this dog, a stranger? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and, and um, I get a lot of news and, um, and, and I get stuff from you and, I get a lot of hope, but it, it, it's just this toxic sludge sometimes. Yeah.
1: It, it, you need to take some breaks and recognize that. Um, yeah. It's, it's good to not just follow news stuff like I also follow a lot of you know creative people who share their work um or yeah people who just make jokes or people who just post pictures of their dogs and you know you kind of need that it's it's got it you have to you have to balance it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because yeah the doom scrolling can definitely get to you if you just don't log off every now and then
0: and and I wanted to ask and I hope this is okay I mean you wrote um about you know very personal um mm-hmm. Be- being attacked and assaulted, mm-hmm. and stabbed, um, and, and uh you uh, you you put this out there. And what what was it like to put your make your it, you're the story? And it's so personal and it's so awful. And yet yeah. I read it and I was glad that I read it. I was glad to have connected.
1: Um, well, thank you for reading it. Um, it it's kind of strange. I really, you know, I when I wrote that I didn't have a lot of Twitter followers, as and I just put it out there because I didn't really know. I wanted to talk about it and I didn't know how to tell people what had happened. Um, because, you know, I was sort of out of commission for a while and I had all these sort of big feelings about it and writing is really how I process things. So I thought, you know, I'll write about this because it's easier than just announcing on Twitter like, hey guys, I was stabbed a little while ago. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well just people have questions. I'm going to try to just answer all the questions and it it really was a way of me to sort of work through it as well, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was very cathartic in a way to kind of just put that out there and 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 I'm yeah I'm I was really sort of astounded by the response it got although I guess it sort of was <laughs> you know one of those sensational things um, but yeah I you know and I actually got like a, a lot of really lovely um, messages from people who had also gone through something similar or who had lost people. Um, in a similar way and I it really resonated with them and that I think as a writer you know that's one of the most rewarding things that can happen is that someone can reach out to you and say like hey this really touched me or this really moved me so um um,
0: and I, I what I liked so much about it is I and I'm gonna be honest like sometimes I just forget that you know it's like this is a story and this happened and now you gotta move on to the next one mm-hmm. and that these pe- people your lives are you know it, it you're still dealing with this stuff and it's, mm-hmm. it's not, um, shut and done. And I'm also fascinated by, I, I think it's so brave to stand up and say, this is what happened exactly what happened because people want, it's this weird thing where people always blame the victim or they're like, well, yeah. why did you do this? And why did, I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? But I, mm-hmm. and I know why it's because well, that's not going to happen to me.
1: Yeah. I would do this. I would do this. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons people like true crime is because they're sort of, trying to get tips about how they would stay alive. It's like, well, I wouldn't have given that guy my number or I wouldn't have gotten into that cab. And it's, again, that's just victim blaming. Like, like you can't so prevent this kind as of if stuff. We're, as, especially if women, like women are supposed to know, have a sixth. Right, seven. right. And it's, you know, we're allowed to live our lives. We don't have to always be looking over our shoulders in fear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
0: and it's just an odd, I just see it all the time, even on mm-hmm. the movies. Um, like down here, we had a shark bite and this woman was really wounded and people were just like, oh, what? she's fine. Walk it off. (laughs) What was she doing swimming at night? That's when sharks feed. It was like eight o'clock. It was not night. And I'm sitting there going, I don't think the shark was like, okay, it's eight. We have to, uh, but I just, it, 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 it just never, uh, and I, again, I understand the human nature of this isn't going to happen. We all, I do that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But I just, um. It was. It's hard. I think sometimes to tell people, well, this happened to me, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to get this Monday morning quarterback, um, <laughs> and 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 just how common violence is, and how it's yeah, yeah, it
1: does. happens. You know, all around us, and you you just kind of have to accept it as a fact of life. You know, like it. Yes, it's random and it's scary that something could happen that someone could just attack you in a park, but you sort of roll that into the risk of being alive, you know, like yes. driving is dangerous. <laughs> you know, crossing the street is dangerous. These are things that we do every day. Um, and you, you, you do them because that's just part of life and, and you don't want to cut yourself off from, you know, being able to go places. So we, we, you know, put our seatbelts on and and we just hope for the best. And I think that that's just how you have to look at violence is that it, you know, it might affect you one day, but you can't really, there's there's no way to be safe enough to prevent it from coming into your life.
0: Got it. You got it. Re- real quick, a couple of lightning questions. What what are you streaming right now? What do you watch? I watched The Bear, and it's the best thing I've ever seen. And oh I didn't watch yeah. It. It weird. I, I need
1: was- I need to I need to see that. Um, I've been I just watched the very newest Scream. <laughs> oh, how was it? I actually liked it. I I I had been sort of putting it off because I didn't get like great reviews, but I thought it was decent. I now, enjoyed it. Not a reboot. It's an actual. Yeah, so this is like a continuation of, of the of the series. Yeah, they've got, you know, Courtney Cox and uh Scream fan right here. Big franchise Yeah, fan yeah. Of,
0: uh, and so it's on like Netflix or something.
1: It's on Paramount Plus.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I stole my friend's login. Well I stole I didn't steal. She gave it to me, but <laughs> well
0: we we know what you guys are doing. I'm scared. <laughs> um, what is the best I cannot find what what are what are some true crime podcasts that i don't know of i'm i'm, I'm tired of all mine I'm, I'm really into case files right now
1: okay let me see um so last podcast okay,
0: they're good but, but
1: yeah there's one there's one that i think the innocence project does Ooh, that is supposed that. to be good um and let me see if i can find it there's like um to see if i can find it i think there's one called wrongful conviction um i'm writing this down that's supposed to be good um and then let's see i like court junkie yeah um there's also if you've listened to blowback blowback is really good and it it's um it's sort of about, let's see, the first season was about the Iraq war, which, and I think that kind of counts as true crime. Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. so, and then the second season is about, um, I think, Cuba? Oh, and so, yeah, so just some some sort of interesting ideas about, like, um, where we get our news from, and how it, you know, sort of colors our perceptions of uh, different countries, and you know, North Korea and Cuba, and these, you know, like where we, you know, can you trust the source that these stories are coming out of? Um, but yeah, the first season of Blowback, especially about the Iraq War, is fascinating.
0: It's amazing. And then, final question: Um, how? Uh, what? What? what who? Are, what's the best news source? Who do you go to? What? What outlet? What? What? Um, I, I'm, I'm a New York Times fan. Uh. Well, Post. yeah
1: I like I like I mean I get a lot of my news from Twitter um and then when I'm reading stuff um there's a couple different places like I like the appeal um I like uh for long form stuff I really like the Atlantic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Wrong. and then uh I think it's what is it called? You know, and I actually really like Texas Monthly. They do great articles. Love Texas Mo- Monthly. Texas Monthly is great. great. Yeah. They invented the true crime narrative. <laughs> they really do. And they still, they still do really interesting sort of long form pieces um, about, you know, Texas. And I I yeah, I get really I get really into that. <laughs> and and I'll
0: I'll tell you the one there's something called the root of evil. It's not new, but it's about the black mm-hmm. dahlia the killer yeah. that thinks his dad did it. It's the most disturbing thing I've ever listened to. It's very good, but it it I, I, I need don't do it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> you can't I mean, tell I, you that, I, and
0: then... I have re-listened to episodes over and over. That's so good, the way the storytelling is, and <laughs> uh, but it is damaging stuff. So, hey, on that note, I, <laughs> <laughs> Emma, thank you so much for um for coming on uh the podcast. And have you ever been to Key West? Are you going to come see us? I'll come. I'll come
1: visit. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could use some beach time all right you're
0: the best um people (laughs) follow you on on twitter and uh and the books are um are out there they are out there and uh missing presumed dead so uh, (laughs) I'll, i'll let you go and uh you're the best
1: thanks so much for having me take care
0: Thanks for coming on the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me, Gwen. I'm excited to be here. This is my first time on this one. I've had fun with you in the studio a few times.
0: And on other other programming. You this is are... a more
2: uh, this is a more civilized time Probably. frame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no more mornings for, for a while. Um, now Aaron, you're um you're an actor, you're a performer, you've done I think you've have you performed at Every major venue, like Waterfront Theater, Q S Theater,
2: yeah, the Red Barn, Red Barn. I was even at Tennessee Williams.
0: That's right. That's where I saw you. uh, The first time I saw you perform was Red Barn Theater. It was uh, Venus and Furs. Is that that was it? Yeah, that's right. It was great. You were. That was
2: one of my favorite shows. That was a
0: great performance. A great show. It was just you and the fella. Just you and another me and the
2: fella. Matt, Matt Holl- Hollis-Holsey.
0: Just you and him and you were, um. that's a, uh, there's a lot going on in that play, Venus and Furs. There's a lot going on and you're kind of in lingerie the whole time.
2: That's true. I was in a uh, a black leather corset mm-hmm. and um, some fishnets and um, some undies.
0: And there was some serious, like, that's a pretty dramatic. And a
2: big bra too,
0: a big, big leopard print bra that gave me some really nice cleave and it was um <laughs> but it was an intense kind of intense intense story with uh
2: yes and i got to slap Mal- matt hollis holsey across the face
0: and you that, you were that very, was fun it was that was my favorite part intense and that was, that was a little <laughs> while ago but um and you you just did hurricane diane and-
2: hurricane diane that was a completely different role however um they were both very strong Female empowering um, mm. characters, um, different, but still both. Actually, it's funny because I I thought of this the other day. Um, in uh, Venus and Fur, I'm actually the goddess Aphrodite um, in female form, who comes back to Earth or whatever. And then in Hurricane Diane, I was the god Dionysus. So it's kind of oh. cool that I've. I was able to play in my lifetime, a God and a goddess.
0: That's great. That's great. <laughs> you've done, you've done so many different performances also at the waterfront. Oh, I'm going to forget the name of it. But, um, you were up there with, uh, um, it was like a farce. It was a, uh, with, um,
2: Oh, 39 steps.
0: Yes. Yes. 39 steps.
2: That was another one of my favorite. That was my first, very first, um, big play I had, uh, did, uh, burlesque before that and some of the short plays at the red barn but the um 39 steps that was my very first play i was so nervous because i was with uh david black and jb and uh brandon beach who was a friend of mine at the time so that was nice to have him there but i was so nervous with the you
0: know playing against those guys (laughs) that's the big um and oh and then uh with randy roberts that uh... oh
2: yeah die mommy die
0: Oh my gosh, that was a good show.
2: That was crazy, right?
0: That was very well done. And, you know, the, the thing about QS, we have this world-class theater and this very, um, you know, incredibly talented people, um, the studios of QS did the one night stand, the, the one 24 hour play project. And that was amazing.
2: Yeah, so- you were a great host.
0: I was, great a, I, was ba- I was not bad as the, as the, as the MC. Was that and, fun? Yeah, it was super yeah. fun. It was super fun. And I wonder, um, how did you get into acting in Key West? Were you already um, doing, I mean, you, you went to school for, you went to Hunter College for-
2: Right, dance.
0: For dance, that's right.
2: Mm-hmm. That's... Dance
0: and psychology. And and what, when you got here, did, did you just jump into the theater world, the performance art world or- how, how did... I,
2: um, well, about a year into it, I, you know, I, like I said, I studied dance. So I started trying all the dance classes at the coffee mill dance studio. And there was a burlesque dance class taught by Tata DuJour, Krista Hunt. And I had always, I loved going to burlesque shows in New York City. And I just loved the whole glamour of it and the costumes and everything. And so I had seen their show here and it was so amazing. It was like one of the the coolest shows I'd seen in the burlesque um, genre I guess and so then I saw that she was teaching classes so I took the class and um, you know Krista's really great about giving everyone an opportunity to do something so um, I I think she had asked me she's like oh do you want to be part of the burlesque troupe?" and I was like yeah <laughs> that would be fun I'd never thought I would ever do anything like that and it was just so amazing I loved it so much and through that I you know I it just kind of snowballed I met people and then then I met uh Joy Hawkins who Mm -hmm. encouraged me to audition for plays which I'd never done before really other than high school stuff you know
0: and that's how it all happened you've um you've done so much work here and congratulations you were a uh, vote you you won the Bubba award the Bubba's this year for best thespian thespian thespians, not
2: thespian I, know, I always I, said thespian remember I always say thespian. about this once before I
0: can't believe I said it I correctly. think it was just
2: like recently I was like oh it's a p not a B. I
0: like, <laughs> I'm, I'm to the, the word and then you won last year you're back-to-back consecutive two-time winner of the Bubba's
2: yes I am that's so That's, great. that was really um really cool, you know i think thank thank the people for voting for me. that was really nice I'm really grateful
0: and the the <laughs> is a big community award it's super fun, but it also recognizes all this local talent and what's it like to kind of be recognized? you've been nominated before, but um back to back wins Aaron yeah, I know
2: uh it's unbelievable actually i i I mean, I know I, it happened, but I just still don't believe it. You know, Mm. it's, uh, I mean, I know it sounds so corny, like, oh, it's such an honor and I'm so grateful, but it, it, I really am happy. I mean, I I really am grateful and I am honored. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Really. It's just, um, it's pretty cool. You know,
0: it's great. It's It's nice. And um, the, what what is in Key West again? We're such a small island, but there's just so much going on, arts wise and entertainment wise. And, and um, what's the community like? I mean, you you know everyone, right? Who does plays and music? You you know everyone. Is it is it is it a little competitive sometimes? There's only so many roles. Um,
2: I mean, I I guess it's competitive, but the thing that's nice about it is that. You're friends with all the people really that you're going up against, and um, you are supportive of one another. You know, it's not like showgirls throwing marbles down the stairs or anything. <laughs> um, and also at this point, you know, I, like um, people know what one another's capable of. So the directors mm-hmm. are obviously making the right decision for the role. That they need to be cast, so you have you know just trust that, and um, you know some some years you have a great year, and some years maybe it's not your year. <laughs> I-
0: <laughs> you know what That's I mean. It's a great way to. I I yeah. I've been on both sides of that, uh. But but yeah, and it's just um you know because I even in my I'm not comparing myself to you, but I've got to do some performing over the well, last. Well, you're
2: season. uh you're uh you're
0: performing uh quite a bit, so. I'm doing I'm doing a lot of stuff and it and it's 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 super fun and it's nice but you know it is it's Key West and it just feels uh, I don't know I feel like I'm part of the community um, when I get to do things like that and yeah
2: um, I love that they have this that comedy scene that you all are doing now it's like you know it's legit you know it's like real really great that comedy what you Key have West. like four shows a week or
0: something? they have a they have something almost every night an event yeah and they're just so good to me they're very um generous with the stage time and but it's just um i don't know i've gotten to do things here that i never thought i could do like stand-up comedy or even a podcast like i that wasn't really something i thought i could do and then i came to qs and it just i can be what i want here we can all be what we want. no
2: i know you never think that right you never think that um if you look back to where you came from you look ahead in the future you know it's like i'm kind of living my wildest dreams you know i never in a million years thought i would be able to do all these things that i love i you know i'm a massage therapist that's my career and um i love that and i'm also able to do the performing you know i don't have to sit behind a desk answering phone calls not that that's bad i mean you know something that's i'm not really great at that
0: i would be so i, I always <laughs> think like in my head i'm like i could be a bartender no i couldn't uh-uh. i would be the worst bartender i would be yeah. like oh, you're not having you're gonna have warm stoley and that's it i can't
2: do that i i i um
0: too busy you know
2: i was a hostess once and it was probably the hardest job you can't you really have to be not i am nice to i try to be nice to everyone but I, i'm i'm really sensitive and i get frustrated really easily Same. so i'd probably be like not very nice to some i'd be people on TripAdvisor sometimes. every
0: day yeah i was a bus boy in college i was really good at it <laughs> I was, a, I was a I was a machine.
2: I would love to be a busboy actually because you don't really have to deal with people.
0: You just yeah. oh, you know, you, it up. you have to deal with um and then the servers are all like stop seating me and I'm like oh I'm that's
2: true well that's like the hostess boy. that's like I'm the just hostess. the
0: busboy and and the, yeah they get a, annoyed
2: with you it's like oh you're putting too many people in that station that oh the section. hostess is the hardest job and man. then everyone's asking you for everything it's probably the it's it, that's a very hard underappreciated
0: job the in face the face of the restaurant but you're also like making it happen it's tough it's tough for um yeah for that and the, it's a real skill to me make- you know
2: it's like every every operation whether it be restaurant theater whatever it may be every single person in that has an equal um makes it successful it doesn't matter from who you are from the ground up you need all of those ingredients for you know so everyone should be treated equally with respect and you know
0: because they're all important it's a team it's a team team effort,
2: effort.
0: Now you you wanted to talk about the dog days of summer <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm just kidding the oh. dog days of summer why do they call it that
0: I don't know if it is the is. I guess it is the dog days.
2: Um, Um, I also have a a habit of saying phrases like that incorrectly. Like I'll be like, um, "Oh, the dog's got my tongue," and it's like the cat's got my tongue. So maybe it's not the dog days of summer.
0: I have to. I I think it is, but I I just for it's always hot here. To me, it's until. Does it mean
2: hot or does it mean slow?
0: Um, I thought it meant hot.
2: I thought oh, it, it meant slow. the end
0: somebody the dog
2: was, days of summer i just was, thought it meant like the slow
0: the slow busy. people's heads are exploding listening to this cuz yeah i i guess i think of hot but it means kind of means we used to say it in school and be like oh it's now it's got to go back to school soon and i don't the know the
2: dog days of summer
0: um we'll
2: i mean i'm so slow this week well tomorrow i have a busy day but i no, really I, I don't appreciate you well with I idle you. time
0: I don't you just coming on what are you streaming right now what are you watching give us some um
2: oh I knew we were gonna talk about this actually I started a new show last night I have two episodes left that's how talk about the dog days of summer that's what I do I binge this show it's called your honor
1: it's on
2: it's on showtime it's so good so it's the guy from uh oh god what's that show the meth lab guy
0: Oh, uh, the Breaking Bad? Bad,
2: Breaking Bad. So that guy.
0: I can't think uh, of his name. I
2: don't know his name. Um, He's he's a judge. And his son. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, his son is involved in a hit and run accident. And there's like a crime family, crime boss. You know, I love that kind of stuff. So it's just the whole like trying to get away with murder. But obviously, you can never get away with murder
0: brian cranston i had to google yeah he's driving me crazy i mean just because so it's
2: a really good show i like it a lot
0: honor so you're you're into that and i just watched the girl in the picture on i guess netflix
2: oh i saw that the documentary
0: i was warned it was really sick, intense and i i wish i hadn't to be honest i wish I, it's a good story i understand but i it was a little too much for me
2: yeah that was a, that that was you know
0: I didn't need to know about that
2: that there's like sick twisted people in the world
0: but I I always like to
2: think that they don't really exist it's just like this myth or whatever that happened back in but like you can it's kind of sick like you think about like right now there could be some weirdo with people in their basement for like 20 years like it's so scary that's kind of a fear of mine of getting kidnapped and like
0: uh, stuck in the basement (laughs) for (laughs) <laughs> yeah well I mean it's just, after I, I consume so much true crime podcasts and I don't know why because I used to cover crime in New Orleans I know all about
2: oh the, your honor and, takes place in um New Orleans by the way it's New
0: Orleans and okay, I just don't know why interrupt. I consume this stuff and it's not good for me and but after a while you, I don't know about you I'll start to think well this could happen it's like it a lot of it's rare I mean not 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 violence obviously but yeah we're not gonna it's probably scary. In Key West, we're probably okay. There's no basement.
2: Yeah. I have a taser, so. <laughs> Everybody listening, don't even think about kidnapping me because I will taser your ass. You live in the Can I curse this? Yeah,
0: of course. Of course. Um,
2: I will taser your rear end. Um, <laughs> I also did you see the hated man on the internet or i tried to watch the was. most
0: hated man on the internet oh, God, that i guy had was never such heard an of asshole too that story and i didn't
2: either i never heard pretty, of that
0: website oh my, i didn't watch the end i'm just it just was a lot
2: i'm not really a hip to like um website i've never heard like, of it
0: i would never like, heard uh, of the website or um
2: yeah i don't know trend trends with um um internet stuff
0: like very you know people man. are into like
2: the, the reddit and all that i mean i barely know
0: what reddit is but he's a very troubled man that created revenge porn so it's it's sort of you know you have your dreams and that's what he did with them so yeah he ruined people's lives and uh, but i i never heard of that story i don't know can i need to find something i
2: think he's in jail
0: comedic yeah i, I believe it it's, i have to find something you know, everyone thinks i would watch comedies and i'm like no i want to watch things that traumatize me um,
2: someone's knocking on my door It's like i hate when people um come by unannounced
0: <laughs> <We can pause. laughs> who comes back who comes by unannounced this isn't friends we're not on that show
2: um do you remember there's a joke when the guy says i remember in the old days it's like oh Yeah. um, Come on over. I'll get the cake in case we have the company come over. I'll make you a cup of coffee. Now, these days, someone knocks on the door and they're like, turn off the lights. Hide behind the couch. Pretend you're not home.
0: (laughs) Kind of true. It's just like trick or treat all the time. Um, But uh, no, I'm kidding. But um, Erin McKenna, tell us, um, you also make, um, you know, a lot about oils, essential oils, and, and you have your own line.
2: I do yes love cheeky
0: love cheeky and that's a play on your burlesque name
2: yeah cheeky derriere so um it's basically like a gift from me love cheeky or love cheeky like love life in a funny smart you know smart ass way
0: it's nice just
2: you know don't take life so seriously just be fun and free and open whatever
0: and you know a lot about, I guess, with, with your, you know, your, your career and such, because remember I got a really bad sunburn the other day. It's still, oh yeah, it's peeling. What was I thinking?
2: Like, um, I don't know why you've been living in the tropics for how long. 11 uh, years. What person in their right mind would go on a boat I, in the middle of the day. I just. <laughs> lost Without sunscreen.
0: I knew I was going to get a sun. I did put some on my face. Thank you oh my gosh but i just was like oh i'll just you know i'll just sit here in my my um my sports bra and get some some fun Mm. it's i
2: mean you had blisters on your chest and you didn't even know oh no it's just peeling i'm like you have now but on your chest
0: i've never (laughs) done something so self-inflicted um because even though self-inflicted still sucks and yeah it's all over just 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 my chest Aaron. just my my chest and um
2: (laughs) (laughs) how's it feeling now
0: a little bit better thank you thank you i bought everything that you said and it did help so oh good 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 I got that. Yeah. But you are um uh, we live in qs it's fun you've been here a, lot, a little longer i've been here 11 years
2: i've been here 14
0: yeah so almost the same amount but um <laughs> it's nice to live here with the whole uh it's it's like um it's like mayberry with a drinking problem kind of
2: i know i know it's like uh
0: The small town. Everybody
2: knows your name.
0: Cheers, every It's small town. Like you, you do you know every single person here? Like, can you go to public? No,
2: no. (laughs) And I mean, there are many people that I don't know, obviously. But you know, I've had a lot of jobs in Key West, and um, also, you know, it's like you join the gym. You have your gym circle of people. Job, you know these people, and then you have another job at another. So you know, it just keeps growing
0: it's it's so many people and then um yeah and it, but it's uh it's a great place we 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 um you know it's, a, it's expensive I have my list of things that are challenges let's call them but at the end of the day it's um I get to wear shorts and sandals every day so
2: yeah I know that's nice
0: take that and, uh, fancy career that uh, we, we don't have
2: to worry about crime
0: we don't have I leave my doors unlocked I'll pay for that someday
2: Jesus Gwen
0: now I Why lock them. Now the after one night, I listened to the Clutter family murders. I listen to true crime every night, and it's about the massacre of this family. And I got up in the middle of the night. It took place in Kansas a long time ago. It's the In Cold Blood. It's a horror. It's a horror show. It's an awful, awful uh, story. And I got up in the middle it's of the great night to, to listen
2: to uh, true crime right before bed. That's, that's I, that's I really it's
0: causing some problems. So I got up in the middle of the night and I walked over to the door and I went click and I locked my door. That's what it took. <laughs>
2: I double lock my door when I first moved in here. I double locked the front door. I locked myself in my bedroom. Oh, But, you know, when you first move in somewhere, it's like a little. Oh, I think you
0: locked yourself in. No, no, I lock
2: my. I, I have, uh, you know, a regular lock and then a mm-hmm. deadbolt.
0: You didn't get? No, so I always do locked that. Locked Out. Okay, I I'm, do that
2: every day.
0: Yeah, every I know. Night. I do and it then, now. So, so yeah. also my um my neighbors, I think they're I think they're pretty good at surveillance so they would i think (laughs) they have my back
2: did you see that show unbelievable huh i think it was on hbo and it was tony collette and she was a detective and then the girl that was on she was a nurse on nurse jackie the funny quirky one she was also a detective and they were working this case of this i guess he was like a serial rapist anyway this guy he had no there were no um connections with the with the uh uh victims but what he would do is because you know sometimes people they close their window but they don't lock the window like Mm -hmm. little things that we don't think about like he would get into the house that way so after that i was like yeah i'm gonna make sure i'll even lock my sliding glass door even though i'm up above you know Uh you not got, on the first got level to,
0: but, but that's what it <laughs> took after listening to the the night stalker and ted bundy and it okay. was like, kansas the middle of nowhere family attacked and then i got up and went click
2: click yeah
0: <laughs> what are <laughs> you gonna scary. do i do think my neighbors are armed so i'm happy about that but uh you are the best aaron mckenna actor actress love love cheeky is the the product line you're um
2: my apothecary yeah I, I never really said what it is it's um you know essential oil bombs, sprays serums that sort of thing i have a spray for every occasion is it a, apothecary
0: need... is that the word
2: apothecary
0: apothecary <laughs> it's it's like an old-fashioned
2: word where you know back apothecary. in the days you go back you go i like the that store, word or and they I have like a potion for everything
0: I like it a lot, and I think um, I think it's really uh, kind of old school and bringing. it very holistic. Is is important?
2: <laughs> yes,
0: it yeah. is. Well, I, <laughs> I will see you soon at Publix or someplace. The or jumping bridge, the jumping bridge, which uh, the the secret undisclosed location Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah, we don't know anything about that. And yeah, I didn't jump off the bridge, but you know why? I didn't I either. Chicken. I wasn't chicken. I just wasn't in the
0: mood. I mean, you know, <laughs> I just don't want to jump. And but it's such a beautiful space. It's I like it better than the beach. There's no. Sun. Oh my god!
2: I was like, where is the shade in this place? I am ready to crawl <laughs> under that mangrove over there. It was a lot of that sun. The hottest day. It
0: was a lot of sun, and and, uh, and I is.
2: forgot my water in the car, which was like a twenty mile hike to get to the freaking place (laughs) but like I was like does anybody want to empty their cooler into my mouth like (laughs) that's how hot I was I was desperate for water
0: but my the best my best my my the favorite my favorite moment was seeing all the no parking signs that had been put up around the road it was like did you get a did you get a ticket I did not um you guys
2: well I didn't because I didn't park where it said no parking I didn't either um
0: (laughs) I parked in front of you
2: but two people did get tickets
0: in our group there oh wow so there is a consequence they're not just fake
2: I mean that's a great job I mean if if I were like the ticket person I would be like uh let me go fix my quota I'll ride up to Sugarloaf on a Sunday just boom 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 boom
0: Wow, as long—I I mean, were they super? Well, tell me later. I'm sure they were super mad because I thought they were fake signs. Too. Not it's fake. Only, it's
2: like a weird price too. It says up to a $200 fine, I think, on the sign, but I think it was like $39. Eh, that's parking fee. that's Nothing. That's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aaron, you're the best. I I will, I will uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on the show.
2: All right, thanks for having me, Gwen. It's always fun. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to We're Not Finished, a podcast presented by the Studios of Key West. The Studios is a leading art institution in South Florida. It's located downtown at 533 Eaton Street. For a list of events and more programming like this, go to tskw.org.